Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Peter, and this is your host, Kyle. I'm trying to be as creepy as possible. I thought maybe we were going to say we were broadcasting from a library. We should just splice in, like, old people shushing us. <laughs> do, libraries, do, do libraries even exist anymore? I mean, yes. I understand that they're public institutions, but... They can't be getting a lot of funding nowadays. I don't know. I don't follow libraries very closely. I still have my library card from uh, when I was lived in Illinois in my wallet. Really? I got it when I was nine. Were these in the same days that you would ride the bus and wait for the McDonald's to be built? <laughs> no, no, no. This was after that. That, that uh, town was so small it didn't even have a library. Uh, People didn't read. <laughs> we don't have a library, but we have a McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. We don't. Yeah, we just read. We, they they would read the uh, nutritional guides on the McDonald's products, and that's how children learn to read. Hmm. Um, but now this was after I moved out of McDonald's town to <laughs> normal town. Oh God. So, what are we talking about today, Kyle? Other than. That's oh, the McDonald's. Uh, today we are talking about songs that have false endings. Um, I guess it kind of goes without saying what a false ending is in a song. It's where a song, you know, fades out or cuts out and you think the song's over and then it's not. But then, you know, jumps back in to be like, oh, it's not over. Uh-huh. I notice... Speaking of false endings, this this is a bit of a tie-in. Do, I, I notice hmm. movies do that a lot, too. We're like, now, movies, I don't know if um, movies intentionally do do that, or if it's just my brain thinking, oh, the movie's over, but then it's not. Well, are you referring to movies like Lord of the Rings or something, where you think it's the ending like ten times, but it's it just keeps yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, exactly, I, I, I'm wondering if that's more just my own brain saying, oh my god, this movie has to be over now, and then it's not. But it's not really mm-hmm. a false ending in the in the creator's mind, it's just, I'm convinced it's over, because it's been a long time. I, I can see some connection there. I noticed, uh, I, I remember very specifically that when I first watched The Dark Knight in theaters, I mm-hmm. totally thought that movie was over like three times. Oh uh, yeah, that's another one. Like when they capture the Joker. I'm like, oh, the movie's going to be over soon. Nope, that's like halfway through. Uh, oh, yeah. I think because the first time I saw it, yeah. I had to go to the bathroom really bad, but I didn't want to get up to <laughs> go to the bathroom because it was I was engaged. Mm. So, um, unfortunately, because of that, my brain's just like, come on, let the movie be over. I have to pee. So, Batman is worth pissing yourself. <laughs> Holy piss shorts, Batman. <laughs> Anyway, so listeners, we're not talking about movies, although that is a good tie-in. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Um, as you said, it'll be, it'll be songs that kind of do the same thing. I personally haven't encountered any that do it multiple times in a single song, like you were saying, with mm-hmm. movies. I think just because of song length. If you do it multiple times, people are going to get pissed and just skip to the next song. You know, that's funny that I say that now, because I think I actually, because I, I was doing a bit of research online about different examples that people know of of songs that do this and there was a lot of um like message boards of people talking about it i or saying that there's none that do it multiple times i do remember one thing that somebody said i want to say maybe 
Nobody's Fault But Mine or some, some one of those other songs by Led Zeppelin that's like forever long. Mm-hmm. Um, in cases like that where I know that it kind of does go out to nothing multiple times, where do we draw the line? Is that a false ending or is that just part of how the song is structured? True. I don't know. I figured that was kind of be what we end up talking about partially. Mm-hmm. So you and I are both somewhat aware of this phenomenon. Um, we each came up with a few songs that we know of that do this. Um, but I mean, there's hundreds of songs that, that have false endings. The interesting thing I found is that while a lot of people can identify songs that have this thing and even reading like research on specific songs, it says it's noted for having a false ending. There's no explanation whatsoever from anyone to explain why these songs have false endings. It's probably just a creative choice by the uh, artists, you know, to either make sure people are engaged in the song or just to trick them to play a trick just because it's funny. Um, mm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, beyond that, I don't really know what the purpose of it would be other than to just to trick people and be like, hey, I got you. We're going to keep going. True. I mean, it could be... It could be sometimes where it's a setup for them to do something or perform in some way that would only be noticeable live. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's a false ending in a song where there's a pause, maybe when you see them do it live, they do something during that pause that doesn't come across in the audio recording. Maybe. Where it's more of a performance thing. But then at the same time, it's like, if that's the case, why would they put it in the song and not just do it during you know live performances? Hmm. Well, why don't we um why don't we walk you know, go briefly through some of the examples we came up with and then okay. yeah, as we're going back and forth, maybe we'll come up with some explanations of things. Mm-hmm. So one of the ones I could think of on the top of my head uh was the song Do You Love Me by the Contours. Um I don't know if you're familiar with this song. Um yeah. Vaguely. It's, it's not in my top songs but i've heard it before yeah it's a it's a fun it's a popular song yeah it's it's a it's a fairly well-known song ish and it's a fun upbeat dancey song from the early 60s now this song itself is not very long i mean i don't even know if it's three minutes but there's a false ending about 30 seconds before the actual end of the song Mm. so it's funny because even you know we've talked about song length previously on the show and you know an era like the 60s songs were generally under three minutes um but it's funny that even accounting like if that was really the end of the song that would mean that that song would only be two two and a half minutes long which even even for the standards of those days i feel like that would be pretty short short. yeah yeah, now the more I'm thinking about it now, and it's, especially in a scenario like this song, I I have a feeling that these false endings are like kind of a matter of almost showmanship that's meant to kind of come across more in uh, live performances because an old, you know, kind of dancing song like this in the early 60s, people are dancing and twisting to it and then the song abruptly stops and then immediately starts again, and people get all, you know, kind of rehyped up or whatever, if mm. that makes sense. So I think it's, 
I think in a scenario like this, maybe you know, with a lot of these songs that have false endings, the pause is meant to kind of hold, uh, kind of hold the hold the listener in suspense, and then by by restarting the song, it kind of re- rejuvenates them, re- rejuvenates their excitement. That's an interesting point. You know how, like in electronic and even like electronic dance music, how before like the they have the, the drop, they kind of have drop. like the build up to it. Oh yeah, and that's like yeah. a very extremely common thing that's in pretty mm-hmm. much every song. I wonder if that is sort of along the same structural lines as this is, maybe in regards to what you were just saying. Yeah, yeah, it could very well be. It's it's it doesn't it doesn't build up to like a crescendo, like a like like what you would say a drop would do. But it almost does the opposite. Yeah, it's it, it you know creates an, a fast paced beat that just ends and then starts up again. So it's not building up to a, uh, a climax. It's sort of abruptly killing the climax and then starting it again, thus causing the listener to kind of I don't uh, react. I guess it's forcing the listener to react to react to it. Hmm. It's it's hard to describe necessarily how people would react, but I assume that's the intention. Yeah. Well, why don't we see how you listeners react to a little clip of the point in Do You Love Me when the false ending occurs. So what's one of the ones that you you came up with, Kyle? Um, the first one that I thought of when you first mentioned this topic to me is, um, it's really silly, but it's the song The Next Episode by Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, uh, as well as Nate Dogg and Corrupt. Never heard of Corrupt, whatever. Um, mm. Only because I remember very specifically in that song at the end, it stops has about seven or eight seconds of audio pause and then they say smoke weed every day <laughs> uh at the very end and uh, i swear that became like a meme or something at some point because everyone was saying it all of a sudden hmm. and again this is probably a very generic idea of a false ending because it's not like it's not like the prior song by the contours where it's you know it's got another 30 seconds of of Music. It's, it just comes back to say that one line. Exactly. Hmm. It's just like a capper. That was the first song that popped into my head, and we've talked about Dre and Snoop Dogg on the show enough before I figured it would uh, would fit in pretty well. So if you listeners want to smoke weed every day, uh, you can do so to this next clip by Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke weed every day. I like I like the idea that the listeners would smoke weed every day while listening to just this clip from our podcast, yeah, not the not, not the, the actual song. Not the rest of the podcast either. <laughs> Pretty much that's the only way you can get through our podcast. Smoke weed every day. Um actually following up with that, because that's a very short I guess return of the song after the uh, the false ending. I I did one that was pretty short too, um, mm-hmm. kind of outside our wheelhouse. I think some of these are in this list, but it doesn't really matter. The song "Let Him In" by Paul McCartney and Wings does a similar thing, whereas your song 
has like a, a spoken line, I guess, mm-hmm. at the end of your false ending. This one um, is instrumental, but it's it's literally the last two notes of the song. So it just goes dun dun. So it's it's after the fade out, but then it does that. So it's uh, mm-hmm. kind of an interesting, very tiny example of this. Good song in itself too. Learned about it within the last few months. Pretty good. Um, I didn't know you were a fan of. I'm not really. I just somehow caught that song recently. That's funny. Um, should we hear a clip of that or no? Why not? Okay. Speaking of Paul McCartney, um, it's funny. I actually read uh, a small interview with him where he actually like apologized for the existence of wings <laughs> because oh, really? it, it was his project after the Beatles broke up. And I think he finally admitted it's like, yeah, wings wasn't very good. Hmm. You know, like we could, we could have done better. A lot of, I know a lot of Beatles fans make fun of wings because his project after the Beatles was much less well received. I mean, they, they have, have some good songs. songs. They have a, yeah, yeah, they have a couple good songs, but I think the problem is they're never going to live up to the Beatles in any fashion because it's the Beatles. It's strange that he would apologize for that because I mean, like, I think literally no one on earth could, you oh, know, no, after no, no. the height of the Beatles, it's, could yeah, whatever you do after is never going to be as good. It's yeah. never going to be as good. But uh, and if anyone would yeah. be able to accomplish that, it would be him. True. So, yeah, it's funny. Um. Actually, speaking of the Beatles, I will mention this really quick. Something I noticed in lists of songs that do this false ending phenomenon. Um, the Beatles apparently did a lot of these. Uh, Hello, Goodbye, Helter Skelter, Strawberry Fields. Uh, I think Hard Day's Night did it as well. Strawberry Fields, I remember. Yeah, I mean, there's probably like between five and ten songs that they did that does the false ending mm-hmm. thing. And I was hoping to find like... Especially for a band that prominent, for them to do it that many times, I was hoping to find some kind of explanation. But even then, yeah, like nothing. If, exactly. If a band does it in that many songs, they have to have a reason for doing it, other than like, oh, it's funny or it sounds cool or yeah, you know. I don't know. Hmm. Another song that popped into my head that has a bit of a false ending, a little bit of a warehouse, but I like this band, so I don't care. Uh, is the song Hard to Explain by The Strokes, which I believe came out in 2001. Um, the false ending happens at about 2 minutes and 6 seconds, and the song is about 3 minutes and 45 seconds long. Mm. So it's about halfway through it. Um, it's a pretty simple false ending. It just stops, and you think it's over, pauses for a couple seconds, and then jumps right back into it. It's funny because, I mean, I've always liked The Strokes, but... And maybe this has to do a little bit with why he chose a false ending, but it actually says, or it's been he's been quoted saying multiple times, the lead singer Julian Casablancas, uh, that mm-hmm. in his songs lyrics aren't as important as the music uh, in the songs that he writes. I guess. Well, I said mm-hmm. that horribly grammatically incorrect. Basically, for the songs he creates, he comes up with the melodies and chords, and then adds, adds lyrics later on, which is kind of the opposite of what a lot of people do. Um, so I, I like that approach. I think that's cool. Yeah, right. Like to him, it's more about the beat and the music and the and the overall tone of the song than trying mm. to fit a tone to lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they're very much like that kind of New York, early 2000s post-punk kind of gritty sound. But I like them, so. Let's hear a clip of that false ending. Don't have a stroke to uh, this next song. So yeah, that was uh, Hard to Explain by The Strokes. It is off their EP, or or LP, I'm sorry, uh, This Is This It, which came out in 2001. I was right, yay. Uh, I actually have that on vinyl. It's a good uh, good one, so yay. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So let's see. This is a random point I wanted to make, so I'm just going to throw it in between some of the songs we're talking about. Uh, I saw some anecdotal claims on message boards and stuff, so I can't say that this is a hard fact, but this is something I've saw in multiple places that people claimed that when, not necessarily these ones that we're talking about, but you know, any song with a false ending, whenever that would be first released, um, radio DJs would not be expecting the false ending. And so when the, the false ending happened, the DJ would start promoting the show and saying, Hey, this is W whatever. And then the song would keep going and they would be interrupted <laughs> So um, I wish I could have, you know, heard an, heard an instance of that. Um, that's funny. But maybe that's yeah. maybe, maybe that's why artists do it just to fuck with DJs. Maybe. I mean, I don't I don't know if we've come up with any songs that are more because I think 2001 so far is one of the more recent the ones. I think actually all the ones you did were pretty much more recent. Um, uh, yeah, sort of. Sort of. I mean, even 2001 was 15 years ago, which. Oh God! Don't make it's me. Gonna make don't us make me feel old. old. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you did it, Peter. <laughs> I did it. Oh, dude, dude. Yeah, I totally had my first gray hair the other day. Awesome! I had my first gray hair like a month ago or two, and I was freaking out. And people are like, "You just now got that?" Yeah, me too, dude. It like scared me. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is like I feel the icy group of death." <laughs> 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 but uh, it was funny because my girlfriend like was looking at my head, and all of a sudden full Kabukin monkey style she just like latched under my hair and was like oh my god you have a gray hair and she like <laughs> ripped it out and like I looked at it in the light and it was a gray hair and then I cried wow. yeah <laughs> you're officially old now yeah I, I, I think I have a feeling that like for me a gray hair is like the picture of Dorian Gray once you destroy the picture he ages so for me like once she ripped out the hair I like aged 10 years because the hair was keeping like the rest of my body from like aging or something. I like the idea that you have this portrait painted of you sitting above your fireplace. <laughs> but it's not a portrait of me. It's that it's that painting of Kramer from Seinfeld. <laughs> Somehow that keeps you younger. Yes. <laughs> because it constantly reminds me of the 90s. Oh yeah. Which should make you feel older. Yeah. Uh, sure. anyway, Let's see. Uh, what's another song I said about? Let me mention two, because I think I have one that's... I don't really have much to say about it. Um, the Four Tops had a song called Bernadette. Oh, I love that song. And it's a good song. It's like my favorite song by them. This is another one where the song is pretty short, um, but the false ending happens about 30-ish seconds before the end of the song, similar to Do You Love Me. Um, let's play a clip of this. I, I don't really have much to say about it, but it, it is an example. Me, 
So that was Bernadette by the Four Tops. I want to jump also into the fourth one that I found because I think you might have one that's sort of in the similar lines of kind of taking a humorous approach to the false ending. Uh, okay. So I think we'll do it this way. So we, a while back, this was like maybe a year or two ago, we had an episode about kind of like funky hip hop groups in the early days of rap music. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the artists we mentioned in that was the group Digital Underground. In their song, Do What You Like, they have a very like self-aware meta false ending in the middle of their song. Because I think the song itself, the full version is like six or seven minutes or actually even maybe longer than that. But um, about three, three and a half minutes or so into the song, this kind of electronic radio voice comes on because like the they stop singing and then like it's just instrumental and this voice comes on. It says, a brief announcement to all radio DJs. If this record is currently being played at your station, we'll provide the following time for you to announce your station identification. And then they leave like maybe 10, 15 seconds of just like quieter backbeat going on. And I'm, I would be interested to know if actually radio DJs did take advantage of that or if it was just a joke. Um, and after that, they say, we also like to add that we've now reached the three and a half minute mark of the song. Radio stations may begin your fade here. For those that would like help, we will start your fade for you. And then they fade out the song until it's basically gone. And then if, after a few seconds of silence, then it says, now this record is being played at a club, disco, lounge, house, basement, or block party, car stereo, stupor, any other social gathering. We will now allow the beat to continue and proceed to give you more of what you like. So basically they're like, okay, if you're on the radio, we're going to fade you out because this is like the standard length that you would normally play on a radio. But if this is any other venue, then we're just going to keep going. And then it's like the second half of the song, basically. And that's actually funny because yeah, with a lot, I mean, I think hip hop kind of started that, but hip hop, electronic, all those things, there was always like a radio edited version that's shorter. And then they released usually a longer uh, sort of club mix that's you know, mm-hmm. usually twice as long as the, as the radio version. <laughs> that's kind of a, uh, a cute way to combine them, I suppose. Yeah. And I haven't, I've never heard any other song that does that same thing where they're like so obvious about it and calling attention mm-hmm. to it, but, um, self-referential. Yeah, exactly. Let's play a clip of that for the listeners. Okay. For those that would like help, we will start your fade for you. record is being played at a club, disco, lounge, house, basement, or block party, car, stereo, stoop, or at any other social gathering, we will now allow the beat to continue and proceed to give you more of what you like. This message has been brought to you by the makers of The Way We Swing. And so I think you have one that's that you said was kind of humorous as well, right? I don't know if it's exactly yeah. the same thing, but... It's a little bit self-referential, not nearly as much as, uh, as Do What You Like, mm-hmm. but um, it's the song... Pitch In on a Party by DJ Quick, which came out off his fifth album, uh, Balance and Something Something, because facts. Uh, Good job. Because <laughs> facts. Balance and Options uh, in 2000. Hmm. And the, the whole song's about basically, you know, getting a party together, getting your friends together, bumping music, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and this... This one, it's not so much of a false ending, it's just kind of funny, because around the two and a half minute mark of the song, uh, a verse goes like, 
boy, what else could go wrong? Somebody could kick the extension cord out. And then you just hear like a... <laughs> and uh. the music is killed. And then you hear almost like as if the mic was cut out. You hear like in the it, uh, uh, very far off, like, man, y'all gotta be some of the clumsiest motherfuckers. And then it goes back into the, <laughs> it goes back into the song. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really funny. That like... They joked about, you know, being at a party and someone tripping over an uh, extension cord and killing the music, and then he kind of played that up in his song. Huh. Uh, That's an interesting so, way to handle it. Not as not as self-referential as yours, but it's a, it's a fun way to kind of have, like, a false ending, because it's like, oh, it ended because of technical difficulties, you know, that kind of silliness. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, let's let's play a little clip so the listeners can kind of understand what the hell I'm talking about. Sure. Beer bottles in the brush, and my bitch acting like a lush. Boy, what else could go wrong? Somebody to kick the stitch cord out. Move. I've got to be some of the clumsiest motherfuckers. To the sounds. Now, some. Y'all done fucked up. Get out. Get on. Speed up, nigga. Get up. So that was uh, Pitching on a Party by DJ Quick. Uh, it's kind of interesting <laughs> that these last two that we were talking about are almost the easiest to surmise the reasoning behind them. Because yeah. one is just like kind of as a more as a joke and like this is for radio stations, whether or not it was actually used for that. I don't know. But then yours is kind of like it fits the narrative of like that party going on mm-hmm. and someone could actually, you know, step on the extension cord. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of part of the story that's being told in that song. Exactly. Yeah, they, they yeah. fit the narrative better. Um, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as we learned with these, it seems like some do it, you know, as jokes. Some do it to to kind of, you know, artificially uh, re-navigate the flow of the song, I guess, mm-hmm. or to get people hyped up. Um, so there's probably plenty of different reasons why artists do it. It's just an interesting trend that has that seems to have been in music for a long time, since our earliest one is '62 and our latest one is 2001. Unless Bernadette was earlier than 62. I don't think it was. No, I don't think so. Four Tops were big in like the six, late 60s, I thought. Um, yeah, that was in 67. So, Yeah, and that, that's a good point to end on too, I think, is that this is definitely not... And I think that shows, even with the small cross-section of songs we chose, is that it's definitely not tied to any one genre or any one time period. Um, it's just a thing that ha- just happens to pop up multiple times over the course of decades. Yeah. Uh, one last point I'll make, unless you have anything else. We shouldn't confuse, I don't think we did, but just anyone listening, I don't think we should confuse false endings with the secret track phenomenon that happens at the end of some albums. Um, I'm sure you've heard albums oh, that do like, this. Yeah, they they are like you know dead air for a ridiculously long time but then all of a sudden there's like a, a final track that's way on down the album that you only discover if you leave the album on yeah and it's not in there's times where it's not listed in like the track list and it's technically on the same track as the last song so it's not like an 11th track on a 10 track album it's mm-hmm. still part so it's hidden or secret in that sense so i wouldn't call that a false ending because it's a different song. It's not a false and falsely ending one song. Going, it's starting another one. Going along those lines, have we ever done an episode on secret songs? We have not, and I actually would like to do that now that we've 
kind of yeah. thought of that. So yes, listeners, look look forward to that later on. <laughs> I love yeah. that like eighty percent of our episode ideas are brought forth by us just talking in a previous episode. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, I mean, uh, I hope you listeners enjoyed our little episode on false endings. Um, there's, as no. Peter said, there's plenty more songs that actually have them. These are just a handful that we grabbed or we knew of previously. So uh, yeah, look forward to more funky shits. This has been your host, Kyle. And this has been your host, Peter. Bye. Bye. Gotcha, listeners. That was a false ending. <laughs> we're clever. Wow. Yeah, we're so smart. Oh my god, I'm just like stroking my own ego right now so hard. Ooh. Well, it's kind of dumb because this kind of is the end. But we'll just yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll extend the podcast by saying that you can uh, tell us about some false ending songs that you know of on our Facebook page at facebook.com/slash/getyourfunk. Or you can follow us or comment on our tracks on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash getyourfunk. And you can also send us letters there, but you won't, so. <laughs> send us fan mail. We're like Santa Claus, except we don't grant wishes. You can still sit cookies out for us, though. Yeah, we will We will come to your house and eat them. Kyle will climb down your tim- chimney. I will climb down more than that. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out next time on Funk Radio. This is the real ending, bye. <laughs>